Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, for immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. Welcome to the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there. Do not adjust your watch. It is 8.077 after 8, an early edition of the Mark Aram Show tonight, a four-hour edition of the Mark Aram Show tonight. We will spend the first two hours of the program from 8 until 10 p.m. discussing the breaking developments in the hot car death trial that you've heard uh, covered live here on WSB Radio since the news broke around 3 p.m. And then at 10 p.m., we'll shift gears back into the normal Mark Aram Show uh, affair, 10 to midnight, uh, we'll do Movie Monday. We've got a lot of fun stuff, prizes to give away and, and all that. But uh, we're going to start in a serious note tonight, uh, the breaking news. And we just had a great discussion with uh, a panel of experts uh, led by Chris Chandler and Veronica Waters here from WSB Radio. Again, if you're just getting in their car, you're just joining us. The breaking news this afternoon out of Cobb County, the Ross Harris hot car death trial will be moved the venue will be changed uh a time and place to be announced but uh, if you heard the discussion in the previous hour a lot of folks surprised that this happened i for one am not at all surprised i can't believe they even thought of doing this thing in cobb county um and i credit the defense attorneys waiting till they're almost done with jury selection so they could get a, a wide swath of jurors' comments on the record to show there's no way that he could get an impartial jury in Cobb County. Just, it was not going to happen. So while while some of my colleagues are surprised, I, I'm not at all. I never thought this thing would go to trial in Cobb County. Uh, the timing might have been a little peculiar, but I think it was a great move by the defense attorneys to do this so deep into the jury pool because if they had asked for a change of venue prior to jury selection uh, i'm sure judge uh, staley would have said no no we're gonna go through with this if they ask early and said no and then you got to the end of jury selection and the, could they go back and say do you see why we can you ask again at the end or do you only get one shot chuck that is a great question that is why we have wsb legal analyst ron carlson on the phone ron Thanks for sticking around late night here on WSB. Please answer uh, Low T. Chuck's question. Is it a one-and-done request for a change of venue? Well, first of all, hello, Mark. Always enjoy being with you folks, and this is great. Uh, the request could be reinstated later, even though denied earlier. Judge, uh, you denied our request earlier, but uh, conditions have shown that uh, this is certainly not a place to get an impartial jury. Now, uh, Mark, I, I often get asked, uh, who does this benefit, uh, the prosecution or the defense? Uh, some legal observers say, well, uh, neutral. I disagree. This move today, Judge Staley's decision, in my view, definitely benefits Ross Harris. He will not have to face a Cobb jury. 
And Mark, uh, you've seen a lot of trials. Uh, you'll rarely see a jury voir dire that reveals a floodgate of fury against a defendant like this one did. So the judge had to do something. I again, I, we you know we talked about we started talking about this trial uh, before anything happened in the trial after the uh, after the death of poor little Cooper. And I knew from the start that there's no way, there's just no possible way this thing could be uh, held in Cobb County. Uh, I, I I tip my hat. I don't know if you agree to the uh, defense attorneys for for waiting for this specific moment where there were enough juror comments on the record that could sway the judge to say, all right, this this isn't going to happen. We not, are not going to get a fair trial here. Well, they obviously did a very good and convincing job on this uh, motion for change of venue. Uh, don't know that we had to, to wait until the 41st juror was completed. I think there was enough in the record a little earlier on to make this motion, but strategically, I can't fault them for waiting until the whole record was just about complete, and they could point to some of these answers, like the lady who said, uh, Ross Harris, he's disgusting. He needs to go down. Yeah. Uh, WSB Legal Analyst Ron Carlson joining us here. Early edition of the Mark Aram Show. The breaking news you heard here live on WSB Radio. Judge Mary Staley granting a change of venue in the Justin Ross Harris trial, the hot car death trial. Um, I, I just, you know, driving in, listening to you guys and wondering about this um uh, uh, this change of venue, uh, where could this go possibly? Augusta, Columbus, Savannah, uh, is there, are there any limitations inside the state on where this, this trial could be moved to? Those are all good, usual suspects. Uh, a couple of legal guidelines on that, Mark. You have to look for a county that has relatively similar uh, ethnic and other uh, demographics that mirror Cobb. You have to try to get a county that will... Uh, give you a jury that kind of looks like what a Cobb jury will look like. Now, you can't do that with exactitude, uh, but there has to be an effort made to, to come close to that. Uh, in the first instance, uh, Mark, the statute says that the, the lawyers submit where they want the thing to go. They try to meet together and see if they can agree on a county. If they can't, then the judge does the hard work of enlisting a county to receive this case. It's called the transfer county. So demographically, we're talking about a, a, a similar situation. I'm, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, maybe a, a suburb of Macon, maybe. Yes. Uh, I mean, there's, yes. there's limited, uh, I mean, because Cobb County is pretty unique. Um, you're, you're on the right track. You get a, a, an urban area suburban county. Mm -hmm. uh, in the Tokars case, if you remember that one, uh, Mark, uh, one of his henchmen was tried over in, that was a Cobb case, one of his henchmen was tried over in Columbia County, uh, and uh, that's, that's a suburban county outside of Augusta. Now, I know a lot of folks listening right now are driving home back uh, from work to Cobb County, uh, where the trial was supposed to be held, and they might be worried, like uh, the expense that, because this is going to come down on the taxpayers' uh, shoulders, that this uh, this new trial has to be held somewhere else. But explain to me, Ron, why why this why they're doing it now, why they're changing the venue now, might actually save the taxpayers' money in the long run. Yes, indeed, it will. I suspect that one of the heavy-duty grounds for appeal, Mark, if if Harris had been convicted. And that would have been uh, a high likelihood in this uh, Cobb area. Uh, if you'd been convicted and then appealed on the basis that 
I tried to get a change of venue, and that doggone judge wouldn't do it. And so I want my conviction reversed because I could not get a fair jury that was not so opinionated against me that they didn't give me a fair trial. So uh, the transfer of the case will be far less expensive than trying the case one time to completion, having it reversed on appeal. Now, there's no assurance that that would happen, but it's a possibility. And then having a retrial of the case in the then distant county. So just to, to recap for Cobb taxpayers that might be wondering, it's going to be an expensive endeavor no matter where they, they have this trial now in Georgia. And if, if it is in Macon or Augusta, it's still the Cobb taxpayers. They're going to pay the uh, the lion's share of this. It'll be cheaper. Yeah, it's, it's cheaper to do it this way and do one trial elsewhere than to do two whole trials if this was uh, overturned on appeal. That's right. And, and you're certainly on track with your earlier remarks that – uh, there's so much hostility to Ross Harris in Cobb County, it just was very difficult for the judge to divine that he could get a fair and impartial trial there. Uh, just lots of opinions against the man. Let, let's just go hypothetical here for a second. We're talking to WSB legal analyst Ron Carlson. Let's say hypothetically the, the case gets moved to the Macon area, let's say. Yeah. Um, Ross Harris, will, for the duration of the trial, would he have to uh, commute from from the Cobb uh, facility to Macon, or would he be incarcerated in an, in an area around the Macon area for the trial? Likely incarcerated there. There would be a negotiation for housing between the Cobb and the, the Macon officials. So it would likely be that he would be housed there. Uh, of course, the, the witnesses and the lawyers would have to travel. So there's a fair amount of inconvenience to all parties concerned when this happens. Now, there is a provision in law which the judge uh, has announced she probably will not uh, exercise. And what happens in this sort of second way to do it, Mark, is you can bus jurors in from a distant location. You can go, say you would go over to the Augusta area oh. and find... Uh, you know, 12 jurors who have never heard of Ross Harris, you bus them over. And still hold and the trial uh, in Cobb. actually a little more economical yeah. than uh, uh, moving the whole case. But the judge is leery of putting the Augusta jurors to that kind of inconvenience. Well, so, it could be, I mean, hey, listen, uh, uh, Metro Atlanta in the spring is probably better than Augusta in the spring, not than the Masters <laughs> are over. So right. they, they might enjoy it. Uh, let, let's go back to hypothetical. Let's say Columbus, Macon, Savannah, wherever this trial is held. The Cobb DAs are still trying this case, right? This doesn't go to the DA of Bibb County or... Yes. No, the, the Cobb officials would be involved, and the uniform rules for the Superior Courts provides when a criminal action is to be transferred to the Superior Court of a county different from that, which initially brought the action, the Superior Court judge granting the venue change, unless disqualified, shall continue as the presiding judge in the action. So not only will the lawyer stay the same, uh, the judge will stay the same also. WSB legal analyst Ron Carlson joining us on the developing situation with the hot car death trial case, the Ross Harris case. Uh, a judge grants a change of venue early this afternoon. Uh, the uh, case which the jury was almost full, one or two jurors short of of the full pool, 
And then the defense attorneys asked for a change of venue, and Judge Mary Staley, we'll hear from her later on in the show what she had to say about that and about the change of venue. But obviously uh, a lot of heads being scratched right now as they left the court this afternoon uh, knowing now that this case uh, will not be tried, at least in front of jurors that uh, are from Cobb County. We'll wait and see if it will be uh, in in another area of Georgia, or as Ron suggested, more economically would be to bus jurors in from another part of the state and have them do the trial. I, uh, Ron, hang tight. I, I know that sure listeners will. have a ton of calls about this. Obviously, a, a very um, a hot button story here in Metro Atlanta Absolutely. since this broke, and I want to give the folks a chance to ask you questions about today's developments and the case in general. Opening up the phones at 404 872 0750 outside of Atlanta, 1 800 WSB Talk. You can also ask your questions using the open mic feature. Either uh, Longoria or Loti are going to be monitoring the open mics. We'll play those as well. Uh, or you can tweet your questions or comments to me at Mark Arum, M A R K. A-R-U-M. Again, a developing situation, special programming here on WSB Radio. A change of venue in the Ross Harris hot car death trial. Where will it go? When will it happen? Still a developing situation. We're coming back with your calls. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show. 824, 75 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram with you till midnight tonight. An early jump on the Mark Aram show as we uh, continue to discuss the breaking news you heard live here on WSB Radio. Judge Grant's change of venue in the uh, Ross Harris hot car death trial. Your questions and comments on this at 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. WSB legal analyst Ron Carlson joins us on the program. Ron, uh, let me ask you a question. Um, Where and when and what's the timeline moving forward on when we'll find out what happens next in this case? Well, I think they'll start moving on some of the uh, logistics here sooner rather than later. But, Mark, in terms of, now this is pure speculation, in terms of trying to look ahead for you, uh, I would expect the trial on this case to fire off again. Uh, at a distant county, uh, very likely around early to mid-September would be my calculation on it. And by the way, Mark, your numbers were correct on the number of jurors who had been qualified. We needed 42 for a full pool, as you put it, good term. Uh, This motion for change of venue happened after fully 41 were qualified, so right near the end, uh, a caller earlier today said, there's something fishy about this. Why didn't this happen earlier? Why did it await 41 jurors being qualified? Uh, implying sort of that the judge had been sitting on this and then granted this motion at a very late date. Well, that that's not correct. The judge under Georgia law cannot act on her own on a deal like this. She has to await a defendant's motion for a change of venue, and that motion did not come until after 41 jurors were qualified to truly try the case. Exactly. This this was a move by the defense attorneys, and, and obviously it worked, so it was a smart move to, to get this deep into the jury selection process to show uh, the judge that there was uh, a, a huge amount of biases in the, in the jury pool. Let me ask you a quick question, Ron, before we jump away. Um, is it possible? Does can the uh, the DA ever ever ask for a change of venue? No, this is a defense prerogative, and I'll tell you why, Mark. 
Uh, a defendant has a right to be tried in the county where the state says the crime occurred, and that's in the Constitution for this reason. The Crown was fond of taking a colonist who was preaching against the king, arresting him, and then taking him over to London for the trial. And, of course, the Tower of London was awaiting that gentleman when the trial got finished. So uh, the framers wisely put in the Constitution that the defendant has a right to be tried where the crime is said to have occurred. Uh, when he makes a change of venue motion, he waives that right. A little history lesson right there from Ron Carlson. That's amazing. I had no idea that that was the uh, the reasoning behind it. Interesting. Yeah, right, so that's, that's how it got started, and uh, it's a good rule. It, uh, it is a great rule, absolutely. Put, put the trial where the crime occurred. That's where the witnesses are. Uh, unless the defendant uh, can show there's a need to, to move the case. And that's what we saw here today, uh, a need to move the case. Um, again, I am not shocked in the least. Uh, the timing was a little weird, but again, I think it was a great move by the defense attorneys to wait that deep into the jury selection process uh, to show the judge that there was a bias in the in the jury pool. Your thoughts on this? I'm going to just go ahead and uh, flat out ask you, the listener, straight up. Are you okay with this case being moved out of Cobb County, or would you prefer to see Ross Harris try in his home county. 404-872-0750. Outside of Atlanta, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. News, weather, traffic, next. I'm WSB's Herman Cain and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. Welcome back to the show, 837-23 in front of a 9 o'clock special early edition of the Mark Aram Show. Special coverage of the breaking news in the hot car death trial of Ross Harris. Judge Mary Staley earlier this afternoon grants a change of venue in this uh, very public, highly publicized trial. Your thoughts on the change of venue as the case uh, will now be tried not in front of a jury of Cobb County residents because... The uh, the judge agreed with the defense attorneys that uh, it was just a soiled pool, I guess we'd call it, Ron Carlson, or a, a pool of jurors that uh, were a little too biased for, for her liking and the defense's liking. Jurors credit, Mark, for, for being uh, honest and outspoken about their beliefs, and I'm very glad that you and the public are giving this case this much attention trying to make the court system get things right. That being said, we will now take your questions and comments. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Do you agree with the decision by the judge to move the trial out of Cobb County? You're also able to use our open mic feature on the WSB radio app to leave your questions or comments. Uh, Nebin in Loganville, am I pronouncing your name correctly? Uh, Nebin, yes. Nebin, welcome to the program. How can we help you? Uh, my opinion is I think that the judge made the right decision to change the venue uh, because it would be insulting the Constitution and due process, uh, thus giving uh, that guy an unfair trial. I don't necessarily agree with what he allegedly did or otherwise, but I think that we need to respect the process of the Constitution and allow justice to serve his course properly. Otherwise, uh, we, we can't trust the justice system. Yeah, I, I think that's a great point, Nevin. I, I, I mean, since the case happened, Ron, 
I never assumed that it would be it would be tried in Cobb County because it's such an emotional case, and you know Cobb, uh, you know Cobb's its own little entity. It's it's you know as as is Gwinnett, as is North Fulton. Um, you know it's it's a very tight knit community, and news travels fast, and opinions travel fast, and people have conversations over uh, their hash browns at Waffle House about this case, <laughs> and they they talk about it at work, and uh, I, I just oh, abs- absolutely, Mark, and and. That's a particularly relevant observation in this case. Uh, Mark, I was so impressed with how a remarkable amount of information about this case was possessed by almost every juror. Uh, the jury voir dire reflected a deep and intense knowledge of the facts on the part of these jurors like you will rarely see in a case. And maybe your analysis of the Cobb community accounts for some of that. I, I just think it, these are special circumstances. Uh, you know, the the Tokars case we mentioned earlier, um, the, uh, the, the Fulton Courthouse shooting. I mean, those are all big cases, but I don't think that we have the emotional tie as, as as just you know common citizens to those cases that we did uh, with with little Cooper Harris uh, dying in that hot car it's, it's a very emotional trial and I, I honestly I never thought it would be tried in front of a, a Cobb County jury Jonathan's up next on the program hello Jonathan hi how are you doing excellent what are your thoughts on the case so I actually am going to take a, a different stance from you while I do think change of venue has it place have actually worked trying to get a change of venue for a case before. Um, I think in this case, it's actually strange because of the fact that I think there was so much media coverage. No matter where you move this to, there's going to be a high degree of knowledge. And something else to look at is going to be, are they going to take into account ages of people? Because I think this case was all over social media and various news outlets that when you look at your your late 20s and early 30s demographics as well, that they'll know a lot about the case. And those are people that have children that age. Let, let me jump in for a second, not. Jonathan. A good, couple of good points there. We'll come back to you in just a second. Ron, uh, the age of the jurors, is the defense looking for older jurors that are maybe not on social media? Or are they looking for younger jurors that, no. that might look the other way at, at the sexting and the uh, online pornography? That's a wonderful point, Mark. Uh, the defense will be looking for jurors... Uh, single men especially, who will be less shocked by uh, a younger dad like Ross Harris uh, shopping around for ladies on the Internet. Mm -hmm. Less shocked than, say, a grandparent would be. So they'll want somebody uh, uh, on the single side, uh, preferably a male, preferably a male who's uh, maybe walking around in the club scene. Gotcha. And, and Jonathan, if you're still there, I don't know if you heard the uh, 7 to 8 o'clock hour uh, of the Ross Harris. Did you hear that roundtable we did? Uh, no, actually, I did not. Okay, Ron, if you don't mind, share the story you told in that hour, because um, Jonathan's worried that everyone knows about this case and knows so much about it. What was that story you told in that 7 o'clock yes, hour? good. Uh, Jonathan, uh, I gave a talk in Athens today, a luncheon program on this case, and uh, I got deep into the nuances of the case because I assumed everybody knew about it, and uh, it was a very intelligent audience. Uh, one of the professors who was there said, Ron, uh, if you could, for me and several in the room, could you go over the basics of the case? Because I don't know anything about it. So once you get away from sort of the Atlanta footprint 
uh, and in a county that's at least some distance from Atlanta, you'll find the people who are far less intense about this case. You're much more likely to find jurors uh, who have no opinion, certainly, and maybe in a even a few who do not know about the case, although I, I agree with your major point that uh, widespread publicity, uh, very, very informed local citizens elsewhere may know about it, but a lot of people will not. I have a, a point about that as well that I think is interesting when you talk about moving away from maybe the metro area. Yeah. I think that if you look statistically, too, as you move further away from the city, um, you kind of have less of a, a metropolitan feel and more of a the classic Bible Belt feel. And that might actually skew a jury to be less in favor of him. Well, I think, I don't know if you heard earlier, Jonathan, and, and a great call, by the way. Um, ideally, Ron, we're going to move to a, a county similar in demographics that of Cobb County. And I, I mentioned a couple, uh, maybe a suburb of Macon or Columbus or Augusta or Savannah, where you have a larger city and then you have maybe uh, an affluent suburb uh, outside of that city. That's what they'll be looking for, Mark. I think you're right on track with that. And uh, I would think maybe Columbia County, uh, which is where another Cobb County case was transferred to in the past, uh, might be a likely candidate. Mark Aram and WSB legal analyst Ron Carlson with you. 404-872-0750, wsb talk Again, the developing situation in the uh, Ross Harris hot car death trial. A change of venue granted today by Judge Mary Staley. We do not know yet uh, where or when the trial will begin. Ron's best guess is sometime in the fall, maybe September. Ron, that being said, with this month-long delay, uh, does that benefit to either side in, in extra preparation of the case? I think it probably is a wash on that. Uh, as I mentioned before, Mark, I think it's an advantage to Ross Harris not to face a Cobb jury, but in terms of the prep time, I think both sides are pretty much up to speed at this point. Uh, now, I've mentioned before, Mark, that both sides are ably represented. These are good lawyers on the prosecution and on the defense. Uh, and I should mention to you, two of the defense attorneys are former students of mine. Indeed. Uh, so what happens to, to the district attorneys now, uh, Ron? Are, are, do they go back to uh, you know other cases? I mean, do they have other cases that they're handling right now during this delay? Or, or? Oh, yes, yes. They'll be busy with other stuff, but of course this case will be a priority for them. So uh, kind of with their left hand, they will... They will continue to work on this case while they're concentrating on stuff that's immediately before them. Uh, but, yeah, they're public servants. Those prosecutors have to do a number of cases at once. So you mentioned the judge will go to the uh, judicial review or the, the I, I forgot the exact uh, name of the uh, organization to, to get this trial moved to uh, another yeah. jurisdiction. Uh, judge Staley, Mary Staley, uh, who's presiding in this case, she's going to move with the case. Uh, and she will meet with the chief superior court judge of the circuit in which the county of transfer is going to take place and then work out many, many logistics, Mark, including uh, the trial calendar in the place where they want to go, you know, when, when can they accommodate a big trial like the Harris trial, what's their existing uh, civil and criminal caseloads there, uh, which county will be responsible for court security, prisoner security, uh, the meals for the jurors, 
how how is that going to be arranged? Who will pay for the vendors uh, in the new county? So uh, Judge Staley will have to work that out with uh, a brother or sister judge in a distant location. What will the uh, defense or the DA have any input? Um, you know, say uh, the judge comes back and says, "All right, we're going to Macon, Bibb County." Uh, is there any way to uh, for the defense or the DA to object to that location, or is it? It's, it's well before we get to that point. Uh, the statute says that the lawyers should try to work it out among themselves. That is to say, the prosecutors and the defense attorneys ought to take a look at the counties and see if they can agree on one that's mutually acceptable to both sides. Gotcha. Then if they, if they cannot, then the judge steps in and designates the county. Don joins us next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Don. Hey, I think... Um I think this uh, this case in particular is getting tried way too much in the media. I mean, the verdict came down at 3 o'clock, and that's all that has been on WSB is constant coverage. I don't think this guy can get a fair trial in the whole entire state. They move it out to an outlying county. I kind of agree with the other gentleman that uh, he kind of moves out to the Bible counties where he's going to get judged even harder or the, the, the accusations of pornography and whatever. I, I just I just don't see it ha- happening in this guy's favor, even moving outside of it. And with this, this gentleman that's talking on the radio now, where they're discussing this trial uh, in other up in Athens and stuff, it's getting too much publicity. They just need to cool it and, and, and back off for a while and let this guy get a fair trial. Where, where, what, would your, what would your solution be, Don? I, I think they ought to move it out of state. And, is and that a possibility, Ron? Can this be moved no. out of state? No, uh-uh, no. Uh, Don, the way it works in the federal system, uh, if a crime's committed in City X, uh, say in Florida, uh, there's the ability, because they're all part of one sovereignty, uh, to move the trial from uh, Florida to Denver. Uh, so you're, you are completely out of state. Uh, oh, think of the... Um, uh, the bombing in Oklahoma City. Uh, a case like that will be moved uh, a long ways away because in the federal system, all of those circuits can work together. Uh, in, in a state case, a murder case like the Harris case, we are restricted by the boundaries of the state, and it's got to be moved to another county within the jurisdiction of Georgia. Gotcha. Great uh, great question. Thank you, Don. Uh, Ron, great analysis. We're going to come right back. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. The Ross Harris case will not be tried in Cobb County in front of Cobb jurors. Your thoughts on the developing uh, situation here, this hot car death trial story with Ross Harris. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Mark Aram and WSB legal analyst Ron Carlson with you. Final segment. We're going to jump aside and let Clark Howard step in for an hour, and then we'll be back on at 10 o'clock with the normally scheduled Mark Aram show, Movie Monday. We do want to get a couple of calls in real quick, though. Dave's in Atlanta. Dave, welcome to the program. Hey, uh, I just got a question, purely academic. I'm not a lawyer, obviously, but I was under the impression that they were trying to figure out whether he was guilty of murder or negligence. The way I'm hearing the conversation go now is whether he was even involved. Ron, your thoughts on that? Well, uh, the the uh, negligence that was mentioned by Dave is in the picture here. 
Uh, there are two counts of child cruelty, one intentional child cruelty, and then uh, if that results in a death, that can be brought up to felony murder, and, and that's involved in the case. Then there's outrageously negligent child cruelty, uh, and uh, that's charged in the case, too. They, there are two counts of child cruelty here. Is that okay. cleared up, Dave? Yeah, that clears it up a lot. I, I just thought you guys were trying to say that he didn't have anything to do with he was innocent. But whoa, never mind. Whoa, no, okay. <laughs> we're we're offering no uh, no judgment on his innocent or guilt here. Right? This is uh, we're strictly just laying out uh, what is going on uh, with the uh, court scenario and and what the well, trial. Dave's, Dave's approach is a little different than a lot of the jurors that we saw. Dave, as you know. Uh, in this case, a lot of the jurors came in and, and simply announced, you know, I'm disgusted by him, and he need, one juror said he needs to go down. Sounds like you have a little more open attitude about it. I think he does. And just to clarify this, Ron, this correct me if I'm wrong, but this is not a death penalty case, because I'm hearing from a lot of people on social media, he needs to die the way that Cooper died, and, and he should fry, but th this there's no death penalty here, correct? The decision was made, uh, and it remains uh, in this case, uh, the way it's going to be handled, uh, Mark, that there will be no claim by the prosecutors for the death penalty here. They have not filed for death, and they're not going to file for death, and so uh, it's going to be a life imprisonment case, but not a death penalty case. WSB legal. At, oh, go ahead, Ron. I'm sorry. One thing that that helps. Uh, if you're trying to qualify a jury in a death penalty case, it's immensely more complex and difficult than even what we've had so far. So uh, the prosecutor's decision in that regard will help to move the case along. Gotcha. WSB legal analyst Ron Carlson, yeoman's uh, duty today uh, throughout the uh, evening, afternoon, as we uh, broke this news around 3 p.m. Uh, in the uh, Ross Harris hot car death case, uh, Judge Mary Staley granting a change of venue. We'll continue to uh, monitor the situation through the overnight hours. And, of course, we'll hear from Ron tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Uh, most of, if not all, of Metro Atlanta glued to this case, Ron. And uh, on behalf That's of right. all the listeners, thank you again for, for your insight, expertise, and knowledge on this, my friend. Mark, I always love hanging out with you and your crew, so ask me anytime. All right, Ron Carlson, WSB legal analyst. Again, a great breakdown of what we heard today. So if you're just joining us, the case of Ross Harris uh, was uh, granted a change of venue. We do not know where or when this will happen. Ron uh, is guessing sometime in the fall, and it could be in, uh, in Macon, in Augusta, in Athens, in Savannah. Valdosta, who knows where this thing winds up, but whatever it is, we will cover it gavel to gavel here on WSB Radio and the WSB Radio app, and of course on WSBRadio.com in the very latest tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slate. Uh, I'm going to step away. Loti's going to uh, take me to Baskin Robbins. We're going to get some ice cream, and then we're going to come back and uh, do the Mark Aram show at 10 p.m. Movie Monday on the Mark Aram Show. Johnny Kilbasa will join us with his Game of Thrones Minute. Jovita Moore from Channel 2 Action News will join us as well. In the meantime, if you want to discuss uh, whatever's on your mind, on Twitter, at Mark Aram, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. News, weather, traffic, then Clark Howard next. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.